podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, May 8th, 2021. I am your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me this week is Gordo. Hello. I should get an always, because I am As always, always here. It's, it's, taken, it's taken as read, and everyone will know, our regular listeners will know, hearing my voice at the beginning means John Walker is not here. Um, He's not. So we are, we are John-less again this week for a Friday release podcast, um, because we, were, we tried our very best to get all three of us together, and um, it just isn't going to happen. So we're rolling with two, but you know, it's everyone's favourite too. Yeah, it's my favourite too. Anyway, how <laughs> <laughs> was this week for you? Yeah, it was part. okay. It was all right for me as well. Um, we'll go on to the results in just a second. I got off to a terrible start by losing my banker, but it went well after that. Um, and I think across the podcast as a whole, it was actually quite good. Um, we're getting to the end of the season now in several of the leagues that uh, certainly John and John likes to operate in. Um, about yourself, Gordo, are you? Yeah, are same, you, same for me. I mean, end? The, the French leagues are coming to an end, which is good. I mean, I'm taking a big price outside of this week in the French second division because of that. You know, teams that mathematically could do things versus teams that probably don't. Um, yeah, and I think this is almost one of the better times of the year to be betting as well. Um, I think See, I, I dislike it. Like, I'm I'm very much a mid-season dude, or try to find value early in the season where maybe I have a slight edge um, over the bookies trying to find their feet and try to find their prices in, in leagues they don't perhaps know much about. So all all of my picks this week will be from like a 12-game in Japanese season. Yeah, see, and, and mines will all be, I mean, mostly in, in leagues that are almost terminating. <laughs> um, so it'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. Something, last... for, it, something for everybody. Absolutely, absolutely. But last week's picks... To start, do you want me to talk about John's banker then? Yeah, we'll we'll do the normal running order of John, me, you, and you can play John and yourself. Well, John took a quite large price banker. I can't even like generally when he's not here, I like to give him lots of stick, but it's tough to do that with his picks last week. Um, Real versus Osasuna, Osasuna win for Real. It's what he said. It wouldn't be doing. It would probably be narrow. You get a more goal, one more goal than he was probably expecting. But you know that that went off at one to two. So that's that's a good pick for him. Yeah, my banker let me down as I, as I mentioned already. I took uh, Kashiwa for a draw or an away win away a terrible Vigaltas and Dai team um, that managed their first win of the season. And so Kashiwa lost that game one nil, and I lost my banker, which is not good. Very unusual as well. It's not something yeah, that's been on a long time. Been on a great run, um, and and when that and when that happens, and it's one of the first picks of the week, you think, "Oh, hang on, am I am I now due an absolutely awful week?" But it did get better for me. Yeah, no, and and my banker actually came in. It was Lazio versus Genoa, uh, a bit more narrow than was expected, because uh, Lazio um, went on and won four three. Um, so yeah, it, it it was it was pretty short. Um, for that, but it, they went off at one to two as well. Which, which just laughing because I I heard the end sound in your word there at <laughs> uh, uh, the beginning. You almost called them Nazio, which, to be fair, I'm sure a few people have probably called them in the past. They they, they probably have. They probably have. But um, they 
they did go on to win 4-3, which, yes, was, which was helpful for me in there. Onto the banker, uh, onto the, the value for, for John, anyway, his only blemish on his copybook this week, um, was Santa Clara versus Boa Vista. Pretty, pretty close game. Um, he'd taken Santa Clara to win it. Ended up a three-each draw. Santa Clara had the lead once at 2-1, but right. were battling for the rest of it. So uh, they were actually part of a, a smaller bet I had on. So I was sending John screen caps as soon as they, they went down. Um, but yeah, so he was a bit unlucky in there. Uh, they, they did have the lead at one point, but Boa Vista clawed it back. Uh, my value pick sailed in. Uh, the Yokohama F Marinos who are in fine form and will feature again this week for me. Uh, away, a hard game away at Tokyo, which they went and just won comfortably three nil at odds of five to four. So that was that was probably my best pick of the week by by quite some margin. Yeah, I mean, I guess something else to measure in there is that midweek Kawasaki played their hardest game of the season and cruised home. Yeah, yeah, four nil. So they, they've played Nagoya Grampus twice. Um, in a row recently, and they've won 4-0 and 3-2, which is madness against a team like Nagoya that haven't really conceded any goals all season, and I'll speak about them later as well. Oh, There's going to be a little, a little section later on where I just go through what's happened in the Japanese J-League and who's going to win this weekend. But Yokama F. Marino's tremendous win. My value let me down. Um, it went off at 13-10. to 10. That's so good. That's good. You were on the right side of that then, uh, um, getting in early with a bigger price. So, so I had um, at Monaco versus Leon. Um, Monaco, Monaco should have won this game. They went up two one. Um, so, they, sorry, they were down two one, but Leon had ten men. They brought it back to two each. You're thinking, right? They're on the front foot now. Leon have got ten men. They're not going to do anything. Leon went on a one three two with ten men. So, sometimes you cannot. You can't predict uh, bizarre teams going down to 10 men then getting better. But whoever went off should be embarrassed um, because clearly his contribution was better being on the bench. So Monaco versus Leon was not a win for me in the value column. And then John's outsider. Um, probably pick of the week. This is yeah. uh, QPR away at Stoke. He talked them up. He, he was actually very cautious about this. Um, when you say, "Oh, well, I don't, I don't, I don't think that, that I'm going to get the mega coupon in because I'm an outsider, whatever." Two he was cautious in. about it because it involved Stoke. Yeah, and historically, Stoke are a team that just fuck coupons up. But yeah. um, he did really like the pick, and and it was a great pick. Uh, got an early payout in three six five as well. Yeah, so a two 0 win there, and it kind of went as he said. Stoke are awful. Um, you yeah, just Stoke uh, always do have it in them to, to throw you a nil-nil draw. Um, but not not this week. And to John's victory, that was. So my outsider lost this week for the first time in seven episodes of this podcast. I got six in a row, which I think is a streak. Oh, yeah. I, I won't see ever again. <laughs> so uh, Oita versus Shimizu S-Pulse. I took a, um, an away win for S-Pulse. Uh, they, they lost 1-0. And, and that's it. That's the... That's the streak over. It, it's six outsider wins. Well, so what was your best outsider win of the six, do you think? Do you have any? Oh, that, man, there, that was some, there, were, there were some great ones in there. Um, Odense versus Sonder Yiska calling a, a complete one-each draw was probably my favourite one. Um, I like that one. Yeah, because that's that was absolutely mental. And the last five matches of those teams have now finished exactly one each. 
so so getting that in at just under three to one, but correct score of just over five to one was was probably my favourite one. Yeah. Uh, but hey, we go again. There's a there's a chance to get a streak going again this week. Although, albeit I'll be starting at one again. Yeah. No, no. I, I, I'm, I, we are we are down with your wins. But um, yeah, my my outsider also didn't come in. This was a very game that very much looked like it would be a draw beforehand. This was Las Palmas versus Ponferradina. Las Palmas won two 0 They did score later. You know, it, it was when you look at the, the things. It was it was. They were one. They went up one 0 in the 18th minute, and you're thinking, right? You're primed. You're primed for this one each draw that we talked about the whole time. Uh, and then they went on in the 70th minute and added a second goal. And due to flash score, actually, um, now hooking up to YouTube, I watched the highlights before. Oh, cool! As well, so you get. I, I, don't, I haven't updated the app in ages, so big, big plug there for flash score, and that I could watch my team. Pomfordina did have some shots on target, so um, yeah, I, I didn't get my outsider in. I mean, it's probably worth pointing out, we all use Flashscore um, A as a resource beforehand to look at potential picks, but also B, to follow games yeah. um, and, and, and get the live score results as they come in. Um, their notifications tend to be a bit more robust than the likes of Bet365, who are trigger trigger happy when it comes to announcing goals before they then get varred off. Flashscore maybe doesn't lead to that heartache. <laughs> I know, bet three six five. As soon as you get a corner, they've already marked it as a goal. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> um, On to the charity, G man. Um, two weeks in a row, another charity bet in. Let's uh, let's go through them. So John's pick first up. Uh, yeah, so he had another both teams to score. Valencia Barcelona, a game we talked about, infamous for being goals fest. Didn't look like it to start with. Um, no. But it, the goal, it, the goal went the right way first, didn't it? Yeah. It, so Valencia took the lead, ended up three two. Yeah. So he was right. It was a goals fest, um, and John's part of the charity came in. Um, my part then came in. Yokohama FC versus the Kashima Antlers. Uh, really liked the Kashima Antlers at four to six, and very comfortable. Much much like my value, a three nil away win. Never in doubt. Oh. Now that is that is comfortable. And to complete the charity, I had because I'd won the charity last week. Um, non-shite bag odds to start this one off of even money when it kicked off. Um, this was Lorient versus Angers. Uh, Lorient went up. There's nothing better than a team going down to 10 men, the opposition team, 15 minutes into a game. Uh, Lorient went up and then won. They, they scored two goals. They went up 2-0. Then they went down to 10 men. And then you're like, well, this is France. Nothing's happening now. Um, so, and and nothing did. It was a 2-0 win. Uh, a pretty good value too well went in there and the charity came in so the Beatson were sent I believe over just over 40 quid um, just over 40 quid for this week so that's 80 quid in two weeks we've been sending them that's pretty good and we'll try again this week to make it three in a row and get more money delivered to Beatson Cancer Charity um, for our charity treble Moving on to this week's picks. Um, We'll take you through, as normal, uh, a banker pick for each of us, a value pick, outsider, and then finish it off with our charity treble. As John's not here, G-Man, I'll let you read out John's picks. And then we'll probably go into more detail uh, on mine and then yours. So what's John got for his banker pick? And the banker is the pick that we think um, has a... 
the most likely selection of the whole weekend as just a guaranteed win. So the odds are usually pretty small in reflection, but we reckon it's nailed on. So yeah, so so John's picks this week are go with a different theme for me, for John really. And in, in the A's, he's not in Australia, and he's B's, not, and he's not he's picking bang. goals. He's not picking goals. You know things that probably will happen, and anyone could guess at one to eight. Um, but what he is picking is, I think, quite good picks. And some of them, I was actually had looked at as my bank and the thing before he'd sent his picks across. So he'll start us off this weekend with. Bayern versus Borussia Mönchengladbach and he's taking Bayern at home and this game is to win the league for them. Now, right. what price would you give Bayern in this spot? If you well, were, I, if you, you know. I already, I I already know. Oh, you already know the price. So, I mean, it, at home against Borussia Mönchengladbach. Yeah. Who have been ranked recently, surprisingly ranked. Um, and, you know, but Bayern should win this game. They're now not in the Champions League. They've got nothing else to to worry about. They wanted this league locked up, and I think four to eleven is a good price for them to do that. So I have no complaints with John's banker in here. Yeah, I think it's a solid pick as well. Um, I'm quite happy with the price too. My banker is in Japan in the J1 League, top league in Japanese football. Saturday at 10 a.m. UK time, Gamble Osaka versus Kawasaki Frontale, and you'll get an away win at odds of one to two. Kawasaki won the league last year and they have been tremendous this season. Top of the table on 38 points from 14 games, having scored 37 goals and conceded only 10, which is uh, an excellent ratio. They're joint top of the league's five-game form table with 13 points from their last five matches. They share that top spot with the Yokohama F Marinos, as mentioned earlier. Their last two games have been super impressive. So they've had to play Nagoya twice and they travelled to Nagoya, beat them 4-0 and then played the same team at home in 1-3-2. And that was an Agoya team that's second in the league, still second in the league despite those two losses, and had only conceded three goals all season up to that point. So 12 matches and they'd only conceded three goals, and Kawasaki put seven past them in two games. That That's just how good they are. Gamble Zaka are 18th in the, in the table. It's a 20-team league, although they have played fewer games than anyone else. They missed like the first four weeks of the season. They have seven points through eight games. They've only scored two league goals all season. Conceded five, so so less than one a game. But they're playing against a team that have just shown they can score against absolutely anyone and score a lot of goals against anyone. I don't think Kawasaki will have any problems here. One to two, which is quite big. It's quite funny that that, that Geosaka have only conceded five goals when this time next week they'll have conceded ten. <laughs> yeah, it's very possible. <laughs> it is, but, I mean... All I want is a Kawasaki win. I'd take a, I'd take a one nil own goal. Yeah. Unlikely, but I'd, t- I'd take it if offered. Um, but yeah, I, I, no, no disagreement in there. And I'll round off the uh, the bankers with. So this is where it gets interesting for me, leagues wise, because I am taking Napoli away at Spezia, two teams who need this game to be. So mm. the Italian leagues and a lot of the leagues that I'm in um, over the next couple of weeks are very close to, to finishing off. So the, the Italians overall have um, two, this is, the, they've got three game weeks to go, or is it four game weeks to go? That's what it is. So Napoli and Spezia both have things to play for. Spezia, unsurprisingly, are not at the good end of the table for for, for requiring uh, wins here. They are in 16th place, um, and this is a 20-team league. 
Parma and Crotone are done. They're both down, yeah. so they've got 20 and 18 points. So it's only one relegation place that's, I say, up for grabs. It's not really anywhere you want to be. Um, Spezia, Cagliari, Benevento and Torino are all in the drop zone. So Torino are on 34 points, Spezia are on 34 points, Cagliari are on 32 points, Benevento are on 31 points. So anyone could get relegated here. And there's even a whole host of teams above them that could be drawn in with with just the wrong results. Um, Napoli are in fifth place. So the way Italian league works um, is the top four get Champions League, five and six get Europa League, seven go into like playing hearts in the uh, Europa League first round. <laughs> um, wow. And that always does make me laugh because it is, it's, you see, it seems like an Italian team shouldn't be in that spot for, ah, uh, yeah, who, who have they got? Yeah, they're, they're playing Sconto Riga and it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's Roma has to play them. Um, so yeah, Napoli are in this spot here. They're in fifth, two points behind the automatic Champions League spot in here. So they've still got stuff to play for. They're one to two. To, to beat Spezia. Napoli conceded a 94th minute goal to lose a, uh, to draw a game last week against uh, Cagliari. So they haven't been on smooth sailing. They need to pick up a couple of points to get them up into the Champions League. <coughs> and, and I think 1-2 to two is a big price to do that against Spezia, who, for all their worth, haven't been fantastic. So, you know... I, they are not missing that many players. There, there's nothing there that it's, there's no no COVID scare that I know of thus far. Uh, and if you ask me, if you ask me straight up, who's going to win between Napoli and Spezia? It's Napoli, and at one to two, I'm happy yeah. to take them. Cool. And those three will make a reasonably decent all around one to two banker treble. Yeah. So onto our John's value. Value picks. This is how it works when I'm the host. I do the intros. <laughs> do the intro <laughs> <laughs> onto, onto the value picks Gordon what has John got John has a lot of shite in his value column uh, no he doesn't he's got he's got Man City to beat Chelsea um, which uh, you know I, d- I just think that's a game you don't need to touch yeah because it's going to be the Chelsea Champions good. League final yeah yeah it's the Champions League final there's got to be there's got to be better value out, in my mind. There's got to be better value out there than backing yeah. against Anyone the Chelsea else. side to get yeah. a point. But yeah. hey, it's to win the league, isn't it? It is to win the league in there, and Chelsea will be resting. Play. I wouldn't be surprised if if Chelsea play a whole bunch of children in this. Yeah, that's so, that's got to be the angle here. So get on it early if you are taking it, but because by the time it kicks off, it's probably going to be down to like. I don't know, two or three. Um, yeah. yeah, so I, Man City-Chelsea, I, I don't really have any comment on that. It's probably the pick of John's that I like the least, um, mm. but I, I can see why he's picking it. Yeah, he'll be picking it thinking Chelsea will put out a weakened team and Man City will be well up just to get this, just to get the league done and dusted, knowing that if they win at home um, against probably what is the weakened team, uh, they've got nothing else to worry about and they can... Uh, concentrate on that Champions League final coming up and you'll get that at what, 9 to 10? That seems, yeah. that seems fair. My value pick for this weekend, Saturday at 8am uh, in the Japanese J-League, Urawa Red Diamonds versus Vigalta Sendai and I'm going to take a home win for the Urawa Reds at just under even money at 6 to 7. Um, 
So I backed against Vigiltas and I last week. It didn't work out well for me because they won 1-0. However, I am going to do it again this week. Uruguay are a good side. They've got 19 points from 12 games, whereas Sendai are second bottom in the table still, even with that win. Uh, they've only got six points from their 11 matches played so far, half of which came last week. Um, Uruguay are just a much better team at home than they are away from home as well. They're fifth in the home game table, so if you only consider home games are fifth in the entire league they've taken 14 points from seven home games Vigalta have managed to draw twice away from home this season that's it they haven't won an away match mm-hmm. um, you have to actually and head to head wise here you have to go back 15 occurrences of this game for the last time Sendai won this head to head matchup um, that's 2014 so they do play each other quite a bit so there's a lot of good uh, recent sample size to take from this you have to go back 15 games um, for the last time Sendai got a win. And that was a, that was a home game for Sendai. The last time they got a win away when playing the Uruwa Reds, Flashcore doesn't even have a record of that. <laughs> you, have to, you have to find so the ha- old book for that. Is that what you're saying? It hasn't happened in the last 20 years, is what I'm saying. Um, and it hasn't happened the last 20 times Uruwa have been at home to Vigalta Sendai. Um, the last nine times these teams have played each other at Uruwa's ground, have all been Uruwa wins. Straight up, nine in a row wins. And there's been a 4-0, a 5-2, a 6-0, and a 7-0 in there. <laughs> so, so so proper doings. Yeah. Um, the fact you can get the Uruwa Red Diamonds at 6-7 is, is a big price for me, considering all that information I've just offloaded. I like it a lot. It sounds very good. Yeah, so do I. I like it a lot. I, I just don't like the fact that Galtas and I managed to win a game last week, but I'm hoping that's the outlier. Yeah, you're hoping that that's um, like. Do you remember when I backed Dijon to to get a win and they've won one that's game? That's off. Yeah, and yeah. then they've went back to they've lost the last four. Like, yeah, um, yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, I'll round off the the value treble. And what's good about my picks this week is actually they go in time sequential order by virtue of alphabetical order, <clears throat> and that's. Udinese versus Bologna. So my banker slides in in front, even though the game kicks off at the same time, just because it's earlier in the alphabet. Um, This is a game that is a dead rubber. Uh, Two teams playing for nothing, three games to go on same points. So this is Udinese versus Bologna. Tied on 39 points uh, in the Sierra A. Can't get relegated can't get themselves up into the, the Europa League positions. Uh, both teams in stinking form, like both mm. are rank rotten. They're just cruising out the season. Like they just wanted to be over. They want to be on their, their summer holidays and coming back here. Udinese's last five home games, one win, four losses. Those four losses have came on the spin. Their last four home games. Bologna, away games, lost four, one, one. That one win was against Cotone. Now, you must be wondering why I'm talking about this game, considering it means nothing, counts for nothing, and is not there. You can get Udinese here at 11-8 to 8 or 15-11 to 11 to win this game. And if you look at the historical form between the two of them, Udinese have won the last five home meetings in a row. They seem to have a bit of a hoodoo over Bologna. 4-0, 1-0, 2-1, 1-0, 1-0. So Udinese seem to have the beating of Bologna. It's two teams that are playing for nothing. If you look at these two, you'll go, you know, 
there, is there anything to be to be playing for in here? I don't think Udinese really care, and I don't think Bologna really care. But I'd rather take the team that historically wins this matchup at quite an elevated yeah. price. That's quite um, a big price as well. Yeah, we're two teams that aren't like there's no nothing between them. I mean, you could say Bologna, yeah. right? They 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 get a good three each draw, um, but they lost to Atalanta five nil their last away game. So it's not as if they've they've, they've been resilient away from home. Um, they team they tend to get their best results when they they, they play at home and, and they're not this week. So Udinese eleven to eight value pick. Superb, cool. Moving on to the outsiders, and this is where the three of us try and find something at a, a much bigger price than normal. We're usually around the two to one or way plus that mark. Um, so we'll start off with John's pick, G-Man. What's John got for his outsider pick this weekend? He's also in Italy. Um, he is taking Sampdoria away at Inter. He likes them at 5-1. to one. Um, Sampdoria beat Inter in January, and Inter have been out partying because they've won the league. Um, mm. So he likes Sampdoria in this spot. I don't really disagree with him. Um, it's a big price, and he's kind of on the theme of what I... I'm doing this week in that looking for games that either matter a lot based on relegation battles or anything, or you know, have, have some semblance. And, and this one, yeah. So Sampdoria in this spot, they're not they're not really playing for anything. If you look at the Sierra uh, overall, look at 45 points, which is is kind of mid table. Roma are on 55 in that seventh spot mm. for for getting into the early rounds of the Europa League. Um, Inter have won the league comfortably. They're not chasing any like unbeaten record or anything. I don't mind it. I think it's probably quite a good spot. I mean, if I was looking at this, because I see you get Inter as low as 5-11, to 4-9. The double chance on a draw away might be where I'd, where I'd put my money at probably still quite good odds. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be around, I'd guess, almost 17-11. Yeah, somewhere around that mark. But hey, 5-1, uh, 11-2. For an away win for Sampdoria enter. Bold. Bold strategy. My outsider Sunday at 7 a.m. UK time in the Japanese J1 League. Tokushima Vortis versus Sapporo. Um Vortis are one of the team's two newly promoted sides after winning the J2 league last year. They've been finding their feet in the top flight. I've uh, been pleasantly surprised um, by their performances. They're 12th with 14 points from 13 games. And Sapporo actually set a couple of places behind them in 14th with 12 points from 11 games. So while the form of neither team is particularly brilliant, I think the guys at Vortis will see this as a big opportunity to get three points. Um, they've been beating teams around them and lower in the table than them. So they've had wins against Yokohama FC and Vigalta Sendai at home. Um, so capable of, of beating teams around them in the table, especially when playing a home match. Uh, Sapporo have had recent draws with some pretty bad teams uh, so they've, they've drawn with Shonen and Aspispa for the, um, in a match that could go either way and you can get the home side at better than 2-1 to uh, you'll get them at 21-10 to 10 on 365 and that's big enough for me to take a speculative shot at this I mean I don't I don't think I'm going to critique you really for any of your outsiders on current performance I mean, you're you're on a wee bit of a losing streak with one. Um, one. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I mean, the game could yeah. go either way. Uh, I just think that it's eleven to five for a home win. Um, 
21 to 10 on 365, but you can get 11 to 5 elsewhere. So it's pretty big. Okay. Right, I'm going to go into a long explanation about France here. So if you're uninterested in France, skip about, I don't know, four minutes maybe. Um, this might be my worst outsider pick. I've done in a long time. This this could be. Oh, great! You're really you're really bigging this up. It's going to be four minutes. It's going to be boring, and it's a terrible pick. Love it. it I mean, great. do you remember a couple of years ago when you backed Dynamo Dresden and they lost like seven nil? Um, more than that. Well, yes. yeah. This this might be that. I just I, there's something <laughs> about it that they went the, the, the other way. The, the team I backed, I think, were eighteen to one. Uh, yeah. it, it was very it was very speculative. It was away at cold, and I think they lost eight one. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. That was uh, that's good. That's back to the the early days. I think that was twenty eighteen trampled bit. Well, I, I I might give you a, a, this. I might rival that this week. So <laughs> I, I this game is Toulouse versus Cayenne, right? And the French League Two is again poised. We have three weeks to go. If you're Toulouse, you have two weeks to go. If you're Cayenne, Toulouse play a game week just themselves. It's a midweek game that they right. have to catch up on. So the French League Two goes Troyes at top on 74 points, Clermont 69 points, uh, and Toulouse on 65 points in here. So the first two teams get automatic promotion. Three play like a round robin playoff thing, a playoff kind of thing. So the teams below them are Grenoble and Paris FC, who are four and five points behind, respectively. So Toulouse need to get a win, I would say, to keep Just them in. get over the line. Yeah. So they have to play, and let me drop you to the bottom of the league, Cayenne this week. Their three games they have to play are against Pau, Dunkirk, and Cayenne, all of which are within two points of being relegated out of this league. The, okay. the French, the French League Two is absolutely wild for the relegation places, right? So, for teams who could be involved, between 18th place Cayenne on 38 points and 10th place Amiens at 45 points, who theoretically, you know, they all have to play each other. Seven there points, is a whole yeah. bunch of teams who could get relegated in here, right? Toulouse have got to play three of these shiters, right? Cayenne haven't won an away game in like. 15 games, there's a lot of draws in here. I looked at this game as being a draw, right? I looked at this game as being a draw massively, and I just think Kyan are probably going to fucking win it, right? And they'll the win at 1-0 with some horrible own goal. Kyan are rank what rotten. They are, in, are you getting this at? You get them at 13-2 to win this game. So they're a, they're a big price here. You get to lose it at four to seven. You know, if you take the double chance in here, um, you can get five to four for for draw or away. Uh, if you fancy a bit more insurance in this spot, I um, I just think we'll we'll come out and probably get something out of this game. They need something out of this game at some point. Um, and and and. Blues have got two games where they can get the, these points. They're in the, a luxury that no one else has. They have an additional game week. They've got to play two other teams out of this this bunch of rubbish. Uh, Cayenne are the best of a bad bunch when it comes to kind of getting results away from people. I'm going to take Cayenne at thirteen to two. You know, if you're taking the if you're taking outsiders, and and you fancy you know something slightly safer, maybe look at John and Andy's. I just think that. There's a chance that Cayenne get something out of this game, and it, it's bold. It's, I like it. 
I like it. I like I like so so brave, stunning and brave. Wow. If, if you look at the last see, it, it, everything leads towards a draw, and that's why I'm picking an away here because I feel like picking a draw will get me shafted. Um, right. And, and the last I mean the last hey, and if, games, if the lose come out and just run away run away three 0 winners, it doesn't matter anyway, right? Yeah. I, I mean it's a thirteen to two speculative no. Yes. So go on Kai in. Prove me prove me right. Be the spicy peppers you know you can be. Um so yeah, that's me for this week. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> on to our charity treble. This is a pick from each of us from John, myself and Gordo. We put ten pounds of our own money on the treble and all the winnings go to Beats and Cancer. Uh, trust so all, all the winnings of this go to charity we've won the last two weeks in a row which is great we're going to try and make it three so leg number one what does john have to kick us off in the charity treble he's in the john, english premier league i believe yeah john's on a, on a bit of a big charity bet here um he's obviously uh thought by a not showing up and b getting two charity wins in a row he could slide in one at 17 to 11 here he's buoyed um, by confidence yeah yes uh, yeah not quite taking kai in but he's he's up there <laughs> Um, he's taking Crystal Palace away at Sheffield United at 16 to 11. It's another pick I agree with. Sheffield United are robbing, they're, they're awful. Yeah, this unless is a they play that Sheffield un- United. Unless they play that under 23 team that, um, that has been posted about in the trample bet and they come out and absolutely romp this, then uh, maybe. But yeah, Crystal Palace uh, should win this game. Leg two will be Sunday at 5 a.m. for myself. Uh, my final pick in the Japanese J1 League this week, Yokohama F. Marinos, who I talked about at the start of the show, being in fine form against Vissel Kobe. And I'll take a home win for the F. Marinos at just under even, so odds of four to five. Uh, this hey, this should be a close game. It's, it's fourth versus fifth in the table. But the form of the Yokohama F. Marinos right now is making me side with them. Uh, they hammered Yokohama FC in the derby 5 nothing. Followed that with a 5-2 away win at Vigolta Sendai. Both impressive performances. They lead the league's five-game form table, so, so joint top with Kawasaki, uh, but on goal difference. Uh, the Marinos have the edge with 13 points from the last five games. Kobe, sure, decent side, but getting Yokama F Marinos at home against anyone in this league at near even money is worth taking, with the exception of Kawasaki Frontale. Uh, and that's what's happening in this spot. You're getting them in near even money against someone that isn't Kawasaki. Uh, so I am all over that. That's like two. Yeah, I like it. Uh, again, how good have the Fbarinos actually been of recent? They're just handing out doings when they require to. <laughs> that's the thing. Really good. <laughs> um, well, so I'm actually going to a league um, that Actually, I don't have much experience with, but it's a team I do have a lot of experience with. This is the Alsvenskan, which is the top Swedish league. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Degerfors versus Djurgården, and I'm going to be taking a Djurgården away win at 4-7. to seven. Now, if you cast your eyes to the Djurgården form table in the league, um, they have played, 20, well, see their last 20 games. How many losses do you think they have? Oh, I couldn't even. I couldn't even go for a guess, but I take it as a small number. Three. They've lost three of their last yeah. twenty games. Very small number. Yeah, your garden are brilliant. So they've started the league off. They've played four games so far. This is game week five. They started the 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 year off for them uh, with four wins on the spin. Uh, they've done this with an impressive nine goals, only conceding two. Degerfors have only had one win. 
They've played four games, won one, lost three. They're finding it a bit tough in the top here. This is two teams that are kind of worlds apart here. If you look at their the, the times they've played each other, it's only ever been in the Swedish Cup because they've never been in the same division for the last thing. So it, it's it's an odd kind of... And Degerfors have only won one out of their last five meetings. They were 12 to 1 to do so, so they were vast outsiders. Um, I, I could see Jurgarden just going and absolutely trashing them here. And you can get um, Jurgarden away from home at 4 to 7, which is kind of shite bag odds for the charity, but you boys have, have made up for it for me. So... Um, yeah, that, that is the charity treble in there. Superb. <clears throat> so Crystal Palace, the Yokohama F Marinos and Jure Garden. £10 of our own money on that as a treble. And hopefully next week we will be reporting another bank transfer um, to, yeah. to beat some cancer charity trust. That's the podcast for this week. Do check us out um, on the internet. Check our wonderful website, uh, which has been designed and is maintained by Gary Black, who sometimes you hear on the show, uh, our producer, uh, but does all the good work behind the scenes. So, so cheers very much, uh, Gary. It's tramplededbet.com. Uh, put, that, put that into your browser. You get everything there in one place, and you'll see at the very top of the screen, when you go to our website, you can get a link to our Patreon site where you can join the Trampled Bet Club. That's £5.58 a month. It's got a wonderful app, uh, for, for iPhone and Android, um, as well as being able to access it on the desktop uh, through Patreon. £5.50 a month. Join the Trample Bet Club. You get a whole load of good stuff in addition um, to helping us out and our costs for running this podcast. You get early access to this podcast um, as a video cast. So you get to actually see me and Gordon on this Zoom call talking away. And you get it before it's it's released through the Sports Social Network on, on Spotify and all those other platforms. You get extra pon- uh, extra content podcasts, which are only available on Patreon for its golf, uh, darts, horse racing. Gordon does a lot of UFC work with uh, our correspondent, Blair. Um, so a whole host of extra content. And you also get the cheat sheet, which is all the, all the picks every week written down in a handy little infographic. Um, which is really which which is really good for pulling up on your mobile phone just through the Patreon app. You just get to click it. All the, all the picks are there written down so you don't have to be taking notes or trying to remember as you listen to this. So it's uh, visit tramplebet.com, click the banner um, t- to go through to Patreon and you can you can sign up there. We also have a Facebook group if you search Tramplebet Podcast on Facebook. Uh, we've got a couple of hundred members in there. The Facebook group is excellent for just sharing information. Um, obviously, there's there's no cost involved in that at all. You just join the community um, and you can see all the information that, that we and our members and, and fellow listeners put up bets that they like, cool stories that are going on. Um, it's it's a fountain of information um, in the Facebook site. So that, that's pretty much it. But before we before we head off for this week and sign off, there is a massive game on Saturday. So I am a Dundee United season ticket holder, and we've <laughs> made it into the semi-final of the Scottish Cup, where we play the team that Gordon follows, Hibernian. Yes. Premier Sports. Uh, obviously, there, there won't be any fans inside the stadium, or else I would have been one of the first people to get tickets for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I am excited because... It, it, all the teams still left in this, the four teams still left in it, will feel that they can win. Oh, definitely. And, um, you know, this is, must be the most open Scottish Cup it's been for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Pro- probably probably since we last won it, actually, in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's, uh, hey, we, we've we've had big games against Hibs in the past, and I, I believe you've been you've been at some of them, G man. Oh uh, yeah, I, you know I think it, I believe it was um, was it Jason Scotland that shafted us. Jason night Scotland year? and Colin Samuel. Yeah, yeah, I was in I was in the I was in the Dundee United end for that because I couldn't get tickets for the Hibs end. It was even worse. Uh, I would have been there as well in the Dundee United and I wouldn't have known you back then maybe we were sat next to each other who knows probably Uh, but yeah no I've got got good memories in fact we've uh, I think we lost the last time we played Hibs at Hamden Um, Mm -hmm. I certainly remember going for commiseration pints after it uh, in one one of the Southside bars so that'll be that'll be a massive game uh, and we'll probably be posting some stuff about it on the what's your prediction for it what do you you think I think obviously I I think we'll win it 2-1 yeah, that, yeah, that's very possible. Hibs will be favourite for that. I'm, yeah. I'm just going in hoping that we can somehow get a result. If we played as well as we played against Aberdeen in the last round, we were wonderful, uh, yeah. which was which came out of nowhere because we're not wonderful. Yeah, it was an uncharacteristic, tremendous performance that I, I didn't think we had in us. Um, so if our manager can get us that riled up again, then it yeah. could go either way. But hey, it'll be a, it'll be a fun watch. Absolutely. Well, that's the podcast for this week. Um, good luck. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trample Web Podcast is produced by John Walker and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.